It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you in. It is the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 181. I am your host, Chris Russell. Make sure you follow at Locked Redskins on Twitter, at Locked Redskins on Twitter, at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram for all of the NFL team coverage all across the National Football League from all of your local experts uh, and Locked On NFL hosts as well. Again, on Instagram, you get longer cuts, all that good stuff uh, there that you can typically get on Instagram. And if you want to follow me individually, it's at WrestleMania621 on Twitter, at WrestleMania621 or Chris Russell DC on Instagram. You can see some of my pictures from my trip uh, to the Hall of Fame. Good to have you with us here on episode number 181. And let's get to it right away. There's a couple of things that I wanted to attack as we are just kicking things into full year from the combine. We will have on the next episode, Jay Gruden uh, and perhaps Doug Williams. They're both expected uh, to talk here uh, from Indianapolis in the next 24 hours or so. Again, depending on when you are listening to this, they may have already spoke, um, but they're not expected to say anything major or any significance. Uh, certainly they will be peppered on whether they are looking for a veteran quarterback, whether they are looking and sold on Colt McCoy, whether they are looking for a draft, whether they're willing to explore a trade up in the first round for a quarterback. And all of those questions are valid. They're not going to say what they're exactly going to do because I don't know if they know what they're going to do at this point. Clearly, they poked around on Joe Flacco. I think that's safe to say. Now, how much their interest was, subject to interpretation. And that's fine. Um, one thing that I wanted to kind of get into on this episode is this. Nick Foles, the Super Bowl winning quarterback from a year ago with the Philadelphia Eagles, division rival, of course, and who finished up the regular season this year for Carson Wentz after Wentz was injured, and of course Foles took over uh, on that Sunday night against the Rams. I think that was his first start um, after Wentz went out. And of course Wentz played in that Monday night game in Philadelphia against the Redskins. So Foles comes in, the Eagles get hot. Of course Foles gets banged up in the regular season finale at FedEx Field against the Giants. Nobody was watching that game. Nobody cared about that game from a Redskins perspective. The Eagles did care. They won. They qualified for the playoffs. Then they went to Chicago and won a playoff game in Chicago. Then the Philadelphia Eagles had a, I think it was a 13-0 or 14-0 lead on the road in New Orleans the next week and ultimately lost that game. So, of course, they didn't get back to the Super Bowl. Of course, they didn't even get back to the conference championship game. We all know that Nick Foles has been a great, great, great quarterback in that system, in that scheme with Doug Peterson, with all the personnel that they have. We have no idea what Nick Foles will be elsewhere. And 
Neither, quite honestly, does anybody. So quarterback-starved teams are going to be looking at Nick Foles and hoping that they can get Nick Foles what he was in Philadelphia. Well, apparently there's not that many teams, quite honestly, that are all that interested. Because the Philadelphia Eagles did something I would say somewhat unexpected on Wednesday when they announced that they were not going to put the franchise tag on Nick Foles. And in some way, shape, or form, indirectly but sort of directly, it had something to do with the Washington Redskins. First, we want to let Ian Rappaport from NFL Total Access, NFL Insider, and NFL Network, and NFL Media explain. We want to get Ian Rappaport uh, here aboard the Locked on Redskins podcast to kind of explain all this from his perspective, first on Nick Foles, and then what it could mean and what it potentially means for the Washington Redskins. Here's Ian Rappaport, courtesy of NFL Network. Is there a market, a real legitimate market for Nick Foles, assuming that he gets the franchise tag, which is worth $25 million? And what he found is that there simply was not it. And the biggest domino here was the Denver Broncos trading for Joe Flacco. That took a big team who did have interest, who had talked to the Eagles, off the board, and all of a sudden, it was essentially just the Jacksonville Jaguars who would have potentially traded for Foles. And my understanding was the Jaguars would not have traded for Foles. This is a decision that Howie Roseman came to after looking into all those factors. Now Nick Foles will be free. And these same Jaguars who do have John Filippo, Foles' former quarterbacks coach in Philly, they are to be considered the favorite, mainly because they'd likely be a preferred location over the Dolphins. And it does not seem to me, based on the people I'm speaking with, that the Washington Redskins would spend big money on a quarterback. Sounds like it's going to be Cole McCoy there and maybe some competition for him. All right, so that's Ian Rappaport. Again, NFL Insider, NFL Media, NFL.com, NFL Network at the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. So it's interesting that he says, you know, after the Flacco uh, stuff, and that trade is not official, but it's going to happen, goes to Baltimore, uh, goes from Baltimore to Denver. Then... Nick Foles is cut loose. The reason why Philadelphia potentially cuts Nick Foles loose, again, he doesn't rule out, I guess, that the Redskins could sign a veteran quarterback. Um, He says, essentially, that they're pretty comfortable with Colt McCoy. It doesn't mention Josh Johnson specifically, but I would think Josh Johnson is going to be resigned here. I mean, what else would, would he be doing? He's not going anywhere. And then they draft a quarterback. Now, again, could things change? Absolutely. Could situations completely Change in, you know, the drop of a dime? Absolutely. But basically, this is the first time that anybody outside of Washington, D.C. that I know of has kind of said, you know, the Redskins are looking at building their team at least to start the 2019 season around Colt McCoy. And actually, as I've said all along, I think this is what I've expected This is probably the smartest and safest thing to do. Not that I think Colt McCoy is going to stay healthy, but I don't think Colt McCoy is anywhere near as bad and as toner of a prone as you guys think he is, as many critics think he is. I just think he can't stay healthy, and I think he can't stay on the field. I think Colt McCoy is the veteran presence. You let the rookie, whoever you draft, get his feet wet. If something doesn't happen with Colt McCoy, then you can go to Josh Johnson. If not, Josh Johnson is there as a third quarterback and you have veteran insurance, somebody that knows the system, somebody that's been with you all offseason. Josh Johnson is a free agent, so that has to be taken care of. Colt McCoy is in the final year of his deal, but you owe him a guaranteed $2 million. This is why I've never believed that Colt McCoy was going anywhere. 
and that Colt McCoy wasn't at least going to be in contention to be a starter. This is why I never believed in Joe Flacco as a potential possibility. Not when you look at the cap number, not when you look at what they're dealing with with Alex Smith. Again, barring some sort of unforeseen circumstance that prevents them from getting tacked at about a $20.5 million clip under their cap with Alex Smith. All right. So we played that for you. That's one thing we want to do. Next, we want to get to my buddy Grant Paulson wrote an interesting column on The Athletic about Kyle Smith, the Redskins director of college scouting, uh, and potential free agent, uh, I should say potential GM to be, uh, at some point down the line. Maybe he'll be a free agent. Who knows? We'll have to see what happens with his contract uh, and whether he comes back for sure with the Washington Redskins. He wrote uh, that. We will get to that. Also, I want to get you a clip from Daniel Jeremiah, who, of course, replaced Mike Mayock as NFL Network's lead draft analyst. We'll do all of that for you. It is scouting combine time, and we are off and running here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 181. Good to have you aboard. This is David Harrison of the Locked on Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, we are back on the Lockdown Redskins podcast. It is episode number 181. I am your host, Chris Russell. Again, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins when you get in your car. And you tell your smart speaker device, whatever it might be, Alexa, whatever device you have, you say, play podcast locked on Redskins, and away you go. Hands-free, and everybody is doing it, so you might as well do it, right? And you get some good Redskins content if you're a Redskins fan, or play whatever your favorite podcast is on the Locked On Podcast Network. But I would suggest, friendly suggestion, play Locked On Redskins podcast, or play podcast Locked On Redskins on your smart speaker device in your car. So my buddy Grant Paulson from 106.7 The Fan and The Athletic and uh, 14 other jobs uh, wrote this recently in The Athletic, uh, which you can read again, theathletic.com. Very good website, of course. Lots of content. Uh, It's subscription-based, so you have to have that. Um, And he wrote it about Kyle Smith, the Redskins director of college scouting. And here's how he started. He describes a scene at last year's pre-draft press conference just a couple of days before about Doug Williams, the former Super Bowl MVP, the director of player personnel, senior vice president of player personnel is his official title. Doug Williams is as nice of a person as you're going to find. Doug, uh, I've gotten to know Doug over the last four or five years. Uh, I've been at different functions with him. Uh, Doug is a great, 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 great guy. Um, And he's kind of been put in a tough situation where everybody thinks he has all the juice, all the power, all the stroke in the world, and the Reds can sell him as that. But in reality, he's just a part of the puzzle. And Grant kind of details what Doug said. He said, me, Jay, Kyle, and Bruce are going to be around the table. Uh, And he described the kind of the war room. And we all know who Jay is. We all know who Bruce is. We all know who Doug Williams is. Kyle, Kyle Smith, the Redskins, again, director of college scouting for the last year and a half or so. Uh, he is the son of A.J. Smith, longtime NFL general manager with the San Diego Chargers, very successful GM, uh, and Redskins, former Redskins front office executive for a couple of years under Bruce Allen before Bruce Allen pushed him basically out the door into retirement and Scott McLuhan was hired, which ultimately turned out to be a little bit of a disaster. 
Now, these questions at the press conference and Grant's premise of the article is they were directed at Doug Williams. Doug Williams essentially does not run the college draft. Kyle Smith does. Technically, Doug Williams is Kyle Smith's boss, and while that might be true to some degree, but Kyle Smith is the guy who puts the board together. Kyle Smith is the one who leads the college scouts. Kyle Smith is the one who cultivates and organizes the college scouting plan, the top 150, all of that stuff. So Grant kind of details again some of his role and also mentions, which I have heard and I'm sure I've talked about here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast, that everyone from Jay Gruden to owner Dan Snyder realizes how special he is and realizes how good he is. And it's also why they're trying to keep a wraps on him. It's why they're trying to prevent him from getting publicly known around the NFL and getting the pomp and circumstance that Sean McVay did. They're trying to cover him up, put a blanket on him, so that nobody knows about him. And Grant kind of details how he was rejected to do this interview that Grant wanted to do for months with Kyle Smith. Um, And again, this week is his time to shine. Scouting Combine, he's 34 years old. He's, again, the son of A.J. Smith. Good-looking dude. He is been with the Redskins organization since 2010 as an intern. Grant kind of quotes Morocco Brown, who used to be the Redskins director of pro player personnel, now with the Indianapolis Colts as their director of college scouting, saying, quote, I used to call him Wolverine. Kind of sounds like Doc Walker there. Looks kind of like that dude. And he talked about his scrappy personality uh, and, you know, kind of like how he's built himself into this longtime Redskins employee. Now, remember, Bruce Allen and A.J. Smith, longtime friends. That's how A.J. Smith um, eventually got Kyle Smith in the Redskins organization. He was a former college-wide receiver. Uh, People talk about, you know, how he grew up, the football life that he grew up in, again, learning from his dad, A.J., then the director of player personnel with the Buffalo Bills under John Butler, uh, going to all sorts of scouting meetings. When you're in that environment, it's a very, 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 very different, you know, kind of situation. I would highly suggest you read this uh, because it's a well, well, well done piece. But here's the bottom line. Is it a big deal that the Redskins are not allowing Kyle Smith to get a whole lot of shine? I mean, I've seen him do little interviews with Larry Michael. Those are not, like, open interviews. Those are kind of like team-type, you know, sessions uh, for Redskins media. Not that anybody has any problem at all with what Kyle Smith is doing. As a matter of fact, Kyle Smith and Eric Schaefer are probably two, the two most respected front office officials in the Washington Redskins. But it is a little bit leery. It is a little bit interesting that they are basically trying to keep a blanket on him. Um, And his dad, you know, said, like, from an early standpoint that he knew he was just going to be a football scout. And he knew he was going to be a football guy. He just knew it. It was in his blood. Uh, And you just know these things when you're in this business. They got to work together for almost two years. 
Um, of course, Kyle kind of leading the southeast part of the country. AJ, a senior executive. So they weren't always in the same office at the same time. Uh, but clearly, uh, they have a very, very, very good relationship. And it's developed into something extremely, extremely strong for the Washington Redskins. And extremely good. And I hope they don't lose Kyle Smith to be a general manager somewhere else or maybe a vice president of player personnel, basically Doug Williams' position. They need to figure this out. They need to figure it out quickly. But as I understand, you know, Doug Williams is not going anywhere. And maybe it'll take Bruce Allen getting fired or reassigned before Doug Williams gets reassigned. I don't know. I don't know how the Redskins are going to deal with this, but they've got a problem because Kyle Smith's star is on the rise, especially one more good draft. He's going to be big time. If he can get out of his contract at the end of this draft, maybe he does. I don't know. But there's going to be a lot of interest in him, no matter how much, no matter how much the Redskins try and put a blanket on him. And oh, by the way, just in case you're wondering, Jay Gruden, Kyle Smith, pretty well connected, pretty joined at the hip. Uh, And they see things, a lot of things, the same way. So... You know, again, Grant has all sorts of quotes from A.J. Smith here, from Jay Gruden, from Morocco Brown. Um, you know, and and it's very interesting, again, that the Redskins are, not, are, are choosing to basically try and keep him under wraps so that they try not to lose him. I will tell you this. I'll add this. Uh, they don't want this out. That's not working. That philosophy, I'm just telling you, is pissing off Kyle Smith. He'll never say that. His dad won't ever say that. I'll say it. That philosophy of keeping him under wraps, not letting him talk to the media, not letting him get some shine, that's not a good philosophy to have. If that's what you're doing, which unquestionably they are doing, it is a bad, bad idea. And it's backfiring. Not going to work. All right. Take a timeout here on the Lockdown Redskins podcast. It is episode number 181. Good to have you uh, with us. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Chris Russell. When we come back, Skin Spotlight, quick one. And could Odell Beckham be on the move from the New York Giants? We'll finish it up next on the Lockdown Redskins podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Redskins Podcast. It is episode number 181. I am your host, Chris Russell. Before we get to Odell Beckham Jr., whether or not the Giants are actually trying to trade him or not, which it appears that they are, even though their general manager said they're not, let's get to our Skins Spotlight special uh, or section of the podcast. Uh, And today... In focus, we'll put just finishing up his rookie year, last year's sixth-round supplemental pick, Adonis Alexander, 
from Virginia Tech. 6-3-207. Again, a sixth-round supplemental pick in the 2018 draft. So that means the sixth-round pick, as we detailed earlier this week, the sixth-round pick, one of two that the Redskins were supposed to have. They forfeited, of course, because of that selection of Adonis Alexander. So they only have one as of right now in the sixth round because they forfeited their natural pick, which I believe was going to be 13th in the round for the Washington Redskins. So as it turns out, the um, you know the player that they drafted, of course, he was very, very raw, and everyone knew that, and everyone knew that he was going to take some time to kind of grow into uh, and kind of learn overall. He only played 11 snaps, eight in coverage, three against the run, and according to Pro Football Focus Premium, he drew a 58.4 overall grade, whatever. It's, it's impossible to grade anybody really in that span. A 63-8 run, 59-9 tackles, uh, tackling, and a 55-8 in coverage, all based out of 100. Um, he played in two games, 10 snaps against Philadelphia Monday Night Football in Philly, and one snap at strong safety against the Eagles to wrap up the year. I thought he played more than that, but I guess it was only ultimately the two games. But in that 11 snaps, Adonis Alexander had two tackles. Interesting. So, you know, you you take that and you say, all right, well, at least he was somewhat productive. He was targeted twice, gave up a reception for six yards, five yards after the catch. Certainly nothing terrible there. Um, And he got his feet wet. Now, again, Adonis Alexander probably, probably, if he had stayed at Virginia Tech, if he had stayed in good academic standing, he probably would have been a second or third round pick this year. 6'3", 207, ability to play corner, again, maybe transition to safety, and maybe that's what the Redskins are thinking about doing here. Maybe the Redskins move him to safety because they have such a need at safety. We talked about Landon Collins. You know, we talked about HaHa Clinton Dix, and he's a free agent and nobody knows what to expect out of Monte Nicholson, maybe Adonis Alexander could ultimately be one of their safeties of the future. That's something I don't think too many people have talked about. I won't go too crazy on that, but maybe, just maybe, I would maybe keep an eye on that, especially if they keep Josh Norman, especially if they draft another corner. We'll have to see uh, what happens ultimately in their plans. But he's got prototypical size. So Adonis Alexander uh, can also contribute on special teams, of course, uh, as he did um, in his in in his rookie year, and that's kind of where I was thinking he played a, a lot more in terms of special teams. 116 overall special team snaps, 31 on kick return, 36 on kick coverage, 32 on punt return, 13 pass uh, punt coverage, uh, I should say, and four on field goal block drawing. An overall cumulative grade again of 58.1 from ProFootballFocus. So I still say it was a good pick. Again, corner, safety, versatility. He'll be better, and he'll play more in his second year now that he's got his feet wet. All right, to Odell Beckham. So this from uh, a combination of LarryBrownSports.com and as well Jason Lockin4 of CBSSports.com. On Wednesday, Giants general manager Dave Gettleman, all these rumors going around about Odell Beckham, they tried to trade him last year. Then they signed him to a long-term deal. And Gettleman opened up his press conference Wednesday in Indianapolis saying, quote, we didn't sign Odell to trade him, end quote. However, Jason Lockenfora of CBSSports.com, NFL insider, said 
after mentioning that quote, translation, again, CBSSports.com, hey, interested teams, it would take a ransom to get him, but keep calling. League sources indicated to me, this is Lock and Forum, on Wednesday, that the Giants are not adverse to a Beckham trade, even despite the massive cap hit they would incur, which would be, by the way, $16 million of dead cap money in addition to the almost $10 million that they already have from bad deals that Gettleman had to get rid of uh, and moves that they made last year. And that Pat coach, uh, coach Pat Shermer has been at his wit's end on how to manage him, meaning Beckham. A trade is certainly not out of the question. In fact, sources have pointed to the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, uh, they have tons of cap room, and Raiders, three first-round picks, as the most likely strong suitors should the situation escalate. Stay tuned. Long offseason ahead. Is it possible that the Redskins could get Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. could be out of the division? Possible. Long shots on both, but it's possible. All right, we'll have more on that, plus Jay Gruden speaking in Indianapolis on the next episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, thanks for being with us. Thanks for downloading us. Please share. Please, when you get in your car, make sure you tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Redskins and all that good stuff. Follow at Locked Redskins on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at Locked on NFL Net on Twitter and Instagram, me on Twitter at WrestleMania621. See you next time. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.